So I'm going to call this an addendum to the episode that I just recorded about food and eating and why it's a difficult um, thing for me still and how my relationship with food has always been pretty fucked um, and that it will likely take a while to unfuck it I guess is the right way to put it (laughs) um because I just watched a YouTube video that was like a little bit ago that I can't get out of my mind because it was so upsetting (laughs) and it makes me it doesn't make me upset but I feel upset because of the idea that it's like putting out into the world um and I feel upset thinking that people who maybe don't have the best self-esteem and maybe don't understand things about like the wellness industry and how it makes you feel about yourself will like watch it and think that this is something they should do So, basically, I don't know why, but (laughs) there's this vegan um, YouTube channel that I still follow. Most of the vegan... I followed a bunch of vegan channels um, when I was losing weight um, the last time I did. In, like, 2016, 2017, somewhere around there, um, I think, was the last time I did it. And... I followed a bunch of vegan channels, I mainly because I just, like, randomly found this one that I still follow, um, and I just liked the idea of learning, like, different kind of recipes, um, recipes that I wouldn't see maybe on channels that, of people who, like, eat meat, and I have such a hard time eating meat, I don't know, like, I'm pretty, I know that I talked about it in the last episode, but... I'm so weird about eating meat. <laughs> uh, I like, like, fake fake meat, um, or, like, fake chicken is what I call it. Like, the, like, the Boca burgers and stuff that, um, vegans or vegetarians, uh, sorry, vegetarians and vegans eat. Like, I buy those sometimes just because they're good. So, um, and because, you know, they're not really meat, so mo- so all of, like, the hang-ups I have with meat are not there. Um, so I followed, like, a bunch of them just to get, like, ideas, and, but, like, I've unfollowed, um, most of them. The only one that I still follow, basically, is this one, and it's because it was the first one that I followed, and the person, the channel's called Cheap Lazy Vegan, and she has, like, 700,000 followers. Like, when I first started following her in, like, 2016, I think she had, like, 200-something or 300,000 or something followers. So, it's crazy that she has that many now. Um, But I basically started following her because she's Korean, so she makes a lot of Korean recipes and, or, like, not just Korean, but also just, like, Asian recipes. And I really like Asian food. Like, every time I ever go to get like, any kind of 
like Japanese, Thai, um, Korean food and Chinese and, and like, I haven't really tried Vietnamese, but anytime I try their food, I always like it because it's not, it's generally not as like heavy in the way of like, you know, you eat food and afterwards you just want to like take a nap. Like even when I eat, like, for example, like when I eat like a bunch of sushi, like even if I eat like a bunch, like a, a bunch of like two or three rolls and I feel really full. I never have, like, that same heavy feeling, and, um, you can get that sometimes if you eat, like, the stereotypical Chinese food that white people think of, but there's so much other kind of, like, Asian food, and I never get, like, that heaviness feeling after I eat a bunch of it, um, so I, I, like, keep her channel on there just because, um, even though I'm not vegan, like, she, puts up recipes that I usually don't see, and they're more authentic, um, since she actually, like, lived, she, like, grew up in Korea and came to Canada when she was, like, nine, so there, I feel like it's, I'm not, I don't want to make white people Asian food, like, I say that about all kinds of food, like, I hate, I'm like, I don't want to eat, like, white people Mexican, I want to eat, like, actual Mexican food, even if it burns, like, my tongue off because I am a wimp with spice, I still want to eat, like, the authentic food. I don't want to eat, like, the version that they have to make us because otherwise we, like, whine like little bitches about how it's too spicy. Like, I want to have, like, the real version. Um, and so I feel like hers is, like, closer to the real version. And so, and she used to be really good about, like, food, like, vegan channels are always very much, like, towing the line with the wellness industry and with having a negative association with food because they moralize their food so bad. Like, that is the entire basis of the vegan diet is that you're, they're saying that eating meat is bad. Eating meat makes you a bad person because you're eating an animal and because of, you know, obviously I know that factory farming is bad and that it's bad for the environment, but now in the world because of just like people being more aware of how things are made, like uh, the good thing about people trying like the vegan diet and things like that is that because of that, like, company, some companies have had to make things in a much better way, and in that it's much easier to buy meat and stuff that is made not from factory farming. Like, you can easily, I know they have them at regular stores, but even if you don't shop at regular stores, you can go to, like, Trader Joe's and places like that and buy like, meat that's made at, like, a smaller farm that doesn't do the factory farming craziness, and they're, like, maybe, like, a dollar or two more than the normal ones, but whatever, like, that's not that much more, and you can still eat meat and eat it in, like, a, you know, a more, like, in a better way where it's not, like, hurting the environment and the animals weren't, like, treated horribly and stuff while they were alive. 
Um, so it's easy to just to kind of do that. But like, because vegans are so like, eating animals is wrong because of, you know, reasons. They're always so um, moralistic with their food. And they also just restrict what they eat so much. It's never like a good like, any diet that restricts what you eat so much without it being, like, a diet that you have to do, um, because of, like, health reasons or something like that, is just, it's never a good place for your mind to be when you think about food. Like, I, at the channel that I watch, I like watching her videos because she tends to eat, like, interesting things that I don't really see, like I said, at, in other places, but after a few videos, I always get kind of um, bored and I end up watching, like going to watch something else because she tends to eat like the same food with like the same ingredients and things like that. Um, and I get tired of watching her eat like the same things over and over again. It's not exciting. So it's like weird. It's almost like kind of amazing that she's... Uh, I've been watching her since 2016 and she's still like vegan or whatever but I guess if you like tell yourself enough times that if you eat animal products that you're a terrible person it kind of forces you to just continue on even if the diet doesn't work for you which is terrible <laughs> but anyway in this video she used to not do like calorie counting and stuff but, like, the last, like, year or so, every once in a while, she'll do a video where she, like, counts her calories. And counting calories is, like, a hugely triggering thing. Like, counting your calories, like, counting how much, like, each meal is with your calories and putting it into an app, um, I think is okay for maybe, like, the first week that you're, like, trying to eat healthier. So, you, if you don't have any idea how to do, like, portion sizes so you can figure out the right size portion that, that is like that like fills you up that doesn't make you too like overly full and all that but after the first week like you know like you know after the first week or so looking at food if what you're eating is like too much um and you can also tell when you're eating when you're full, but you, like, continue eating anyway because you're not finished. Um, and you just want to, like, finish your food. But then you get, like, too full and then you're uncomfortable. Like, you know how you feel when you start feeling full. So, you know when to stop. Um, but, so it's, like, you know how that feels. So, like, her doing videos about how many calories she eats and all that is not it like those videos are really hard um to watch I basically like couldn't watch them and it was upsetting to see like her making videos like that because earlier her channel was all about how she doesn't do any of that shit she doesn't have any idea like how many calories she eats in a day and she never wants to find out because and she talked about because she had a she she said she used to have a like, not a healthy relationship with food, and da 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 da, da. Um, and I was like, oh boy, because now she seems to, like, be going back towards not having a healthy relationship with food, because here's the part, finally, like, 12 minutes into this rant that I'm getting to, 
is in the video that she put out today she did a video where she like counted her calories or she talked about like how to lose weight um and like gave like tips about how to lose weight so the tips she gave like probably I didn't even like watch the parts I like just fast forwarded to see like what she ate like the food that she ate that day to see if it was something interesting that I maybe will try one day when I think that I can handle washing dishes um but uh I fast forwarded through the tips because I just didn't want to hear it because the beginning part of her video where she's talking about how she lost weight she's talking about how in like March and April when like quarantine started and like the world was completely shut down no one could go anywhere or do anything that she like okay first off she went on a vacation to Israel like who goes on vacation to Israel like is like what the guy who runs that country is bombing people all the time and trying to murder everyone that might sound hypocritical coming from somebody from the u.s because that's what we do all the time but and like people obviously come here for vacation but it was like what the fuck <laughs> like why are you going there like she like went there like during quarantine-ish time like in like may or something and as like a fun thing to do and it's just like what like i would love to go to that area of the world one day especially because i'm a huge history nerd and there's so much history obviously around that area of the world but um I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to go because it's, uh, because I don't want to give money to a country that's using their money and stuff to bomb innocent, like, Palestinians and get involved in all these stupid conflicts and shit. Um, the things that Israel, like, Israel does to Palestine is horrifying. Like, they won't let, they don't let people in who need, like, organ transplants and and things like that so they just die and they like bomb hospitals on purpose and it's just I don't want to like go to that country and act like a fucking tourist like that stuff isn't happening like the, the government that I just gave money to is going to like like gets like something good out of me being there and acting like that's not what they're doing like that's crazy to me I can't do that. So it's crazy that she did that anyway. <laughs> um, but anyway, I digress. So she was talking about how when she got back from her vacation to Israel, that she weighed like 133, like 134 pounds. And she said that like it was a lot. <laughs> I was like, what? And, like, granted, this girl is, like, Asian, so she's, you know, stereotypical, like, if you picture a stereotypical Asian, like, someone who's shorter, like, 5'2", five, 5'3", five, um, but still, like, 130 pounds is, like, nothing. You're, like, a tiny little baby. Like, you're so skinny. And, um, when she was that weight, she felt like she needed to lose weight. The whole video was about how she went from 133 pounds to, like, 122 pounds, which is what she's at right now. 
and she put up pictures of like her before and after and the after picture of what she looks like now she just looks so skinny and I'm like holy shit like even when you're like a shorter person who has like a a small build like she does like being only 120 pounds when you're an adult because she's like 30 is pretty small and it was just really upsetting to me that someone who was 133 pounds which is tiny is going around making this entire video about how she had to lose weight and the ways that she lost weight like that's perpetuating like the worst possible image like saying that she had like that if you're 130 something pounds that you're overweight and you have to and that you have to like watch what you eat and like watch your calories every day and work out a certain amount of times a week in order to lose like weight like what like she was that is not that is not like that is a very extremely normal healthy very healthy weight like there's a difference if like you're not like in shape in the way that like you want to work out to like be able to get some endurance so that you can like you know, go walking or running or exercise without feeling like you're about to die. But that wasn't the focus of the video. The focus of the video was like the food. And it was just nuts to me that somebody with 700,000 followers is, is like putting out this idea that if you weigh that little, that you're still, that you have to like restrict food or like and all that kind of stuff to um, better your body because there's something wrong with you. And it's just, oh my God. Like in other videos, she talked about once about how she has like love handles. And I'm like, you're a tiny human. You don't have any, she doesn't have any, but she thinks she does. And it's just, it upsets me so much that someone with like a huge platform of people who are young, like, a lot of people who follow the vegan diet are younger, and they probably feel the same way she does about their own body, and that she's basically, like, validating those negative thoughts and thought patterns they have about their own bodies by telling them that they're overweight, and, or telling them that thinking that you're overweight when you're 133 pounds is completely fine and normal and that you should start like dieting if you weigh that much like that's bonkers to me um like that's insane (laughs) completely insane but I feel like that's like an example of the wellness industry just gone wild that somebody who is that tiny who restricts her food already so much um where she has to take where like vegans have to take supplements and stuff in order to like not end up in the hospital with deficiencies and such so like she already restricts her food a lot and has to take supplements every day in order to do her diet and she's still like um and she still is sitting there trying to be careful and restrict her food and like talking about how she has to eat healthy and do this and do that and it's just 
just craziness. <laughs> and it just makes me so frustrated that, like, people think that. And I know it sounds weird coming from me because I don't know how much I weigh right now, but it's at least probably around 300 pounds. So, like, I'm like, I am actually overweight. This is what being overweight is like. And, like, the last, like, week or so, I've been trying to, um, like, drink things that aren't soda. Like, drink more water and juice and stuff and, um, eat a little bit better and things like that. But, and, like, if then I... Like, that's, like, my way of, like, I want to be nicer to my body. Like, I know that my body will feel better, that I'll, like, sleep better. Like, last night, I stayed up. I stayed up until 3 o'clock in the morning yesterday watching these um, YouTube videos um, that I'm, like, re-watching today because I really enjoyed them. They're called Baking a Mystery. It's, uh, Stephanie Sue has this mukbang channel, um with her and her fiance where it's fun because usually mukbang channels are really weird because they just eat like huge amounts of of like usually unhealthy food and I like those channels uh some I I like watched a few of them because they were another way to see like different kinds of food that I've never tried before and some of them some like some of the episodes Stephanie does they like show them cooking like the food before they eat it um, and things like that, and some other ones cook, like, everything they make, and so I enjoy it, and, um, anyway, so she was the only one that I can still watch, and I don't really care that much about the food, like, sometimes I, like, fast forward the, the first, like, four or five minutes when her and her fiance are, like, trying the food that they, ordered or whatever and are react and are like talking about how good it is and things like that um but like on her channel she tells true crime stories so every episode she puts out she tells a true crime story from like beginning to end and I'm always really impressed because she never has any notes and she somehow memorizes the whole thing and some of these stories there is just a ton of detail and she remembers like all these people's names and cities and and all this stuff, like, I'm always really impressed, um, and so, on her, like, other, usually people who do, like, a mukbang channel or whatever, they also have, like, a private channel where they can just post whatever, and so she has a private channel, and on there, she's been doing these videos called Baking a Mystery, where she, like, bakes, like, a, she makes, like, a dessert, and then as she's making the dessert, she basically does the same thing she does in her mukbang videos, but she, like, tells a story of, like, a thriller book that she just read. And she's a really, really good storyteller. She, like, memorizes the whole thing, like, the same, like, she does with, like, the books. So a couple of those videos are, like, two hours long. And she, like, never, and she, oh, and she just somehow remembers all of it. And, um, and I'm like, you've heard me talk and, like, stop what I and, like, forget what I was about to say because I, like, sat up, but she, like, she's, granted, she's 10 years younger than me, so she, her memory is, you know, better than mine, but anyway, so I was watching those videos until, like, 3 o'clock in the morning last night. One of them freaked me out a little bit, uh, slightly, um, somewhat, (laughs) 
usually on like Fridays and Saturdays I try to stay up a little like later because naturally I am a night person and I like to stay up later at night um even though like I don't sleep well so I usually wake up at like seven o'clock in the morning like I I always wake up like I usually am awake before like my first alarm goes off at seven like during the week for work um but like if I didn't in like my dream world where I could work as like an artist and I didn't have to um and I could like make a living that way and I didn't have to work like a corporate like nine to five kind of job like I would like make stuff like late at night I would probably sleep in and then like in the mornings and then make stuff at night like like around midnight to like whenever I go to bed because that's always when I usually get ideas it's like later on at night um so I try to stay up but that's usually till like midnight or something um at this time one of the stories she told me like one of the twists was one of those where like the narrator of the story ended up being the person who did it and in a surprising way and it surprised and it freaks me out and I still get like paranoia at night before I fall asleep sometimes most nights before when I'm going to sleep or like when I like wake up in the middle of the night because I have to pee or something like that uh, or because like lately it's been I wake up at some point in the middle of the night because my I like move around in my sleep and like my back hurts or something so I wake up and like change positions of how I'm sleeping and then try to go back to sleep but usually when that stuff happens, I get, like, freaked out by, like, shadows and stuff. And I've been like that since I was, you know, a kid. I'm very, very sure you all know why I would be freaked out by that. I'm not, yeah, that's obvious. <laughs> um, and, um, anyway, so last night, because that one story, it was, like, the first it was, like, the first story that I watched. It just, like, freaked me out. And so then I was, like, well, I want to stay up for a while longer. because. And the first story was done at, like, 10 o'clock. Like, 10 p.m. But I wanted to stay up a while longer to watch more of them. Even though the other ones that I watched after that were really creepy and, and like, were really exciting. They didn't, like, freak me out the way that that one did for whatever reason. And so I stayed up until like three o'clock in the morning listening to like three more, I think, of those show of her telling these books of like these spoiler stories so that by the time I fell asleep, like I wouldn't be as freaked out by that one story. I don't know why that one story scared me so much, but it did. But anyway, this morning I like woke up and, um, like, when it was still dark out, which I do a lot. And I, like, got up and, like, went to the bathroom. And I didn't look at my phone to see, like, what time it was. And I was able to fall back asleep. And then I woke up again. And it, I didn't wake up again until, like, 11 a.m., which is super late for me. Like, when I was falling asleep around 3, I was like, I really hope I don't wake up at 7. Because that has happened to me a lot. <laughs> the last few months where I stay up later and then I still wake up at like seven or eight o'clock and I'm just like what the fuck 
I'm so tired because then the whole next day I'm like the whole Saturday because that usually happens on like Friday nights then the whole Saturday I'm super tired and like my sleeping schedule is all messed up for the whole weekend but somehow like last night I actually like slept and was able to sleep for like a long like that's like the normal amount of sleep you're supposed to get in one night and I feel like the fact that for a good amount of the week I wasn't drinking as much like soda and was drinking more water and like juice and stuff um has to have some part in it because I was taking in less caffeine and like yes caffeine headaches are a bitch and a half but um but like I think it's worth it because that was because I feel like very I'm like well rested and shit like damn um so anyway what I'm trying to say is that like there's healthy ways to to do this stuff and like me trying to do that stuff is not I'm not doing that to like lose weight so that I'm more socially acceptable or anything like that um like and that I'm like more trying to do it just because I know that like my body will feel better like you know I'll sleep better um I probably won't wake up as much in the middle of the night to have to pee and things like that and it'll just be like easier digestion and things and like that like not I'm not doing it because I feel like I need to lose weight to in order to fit in like I've never fit into society and I never will um like wearing clothes being able to buy more clothes from like cheap stores would be a nice plus like the last couple years the great majority of the clothes that I bought have been from like Goodwill and this other place called St. Vincent de Paul which is basically the a Catholic version of Goodwill so they have like nicer some nicer quality clothes and Plato's Closet which is like another place like Goodwill but it's for like fashion clothes um like my favorite store of all time is Torrid and I went to Plato's Closet with uh Carrie who I used to be friends with because it's like her favorite store and I realized that they have Torrid stuff there and so I literally went around to like every category of clothes and went to like my size and just went to see what things from Torrid they had and ended up buying like um like a a couple shirts and uh and like a cardigan to wear and that was that was like in like January, February before I knew that COVID was going to happen and I was going to spend like the next like, you know, seven months after that working from home and wouldn't need work clothes. But still, like, um, if I could like be able to go to those stores and it would be easier to find clothes that fit me, that would be a nice bonus. But um, that w- that's not the reason why I want to do it. I just want to I just want my body to feel better. Um, and have it be easier to kind of make it through the day and all that kind of stuff. <coughs> and it's just really frustrating to see people with, like, such a bad relationship with food or just, like, with their body and, like, not even realize it. 
Like, it just makes me really sad that somebody who's 130 pounds and so tiny and um, all that, like, thinks that she needs to lose weight after, for whatever reason. Um, Yeah, it's just really sad to think that somebody who weighs that little would ever think that about themselves. Like, you don't need to do that. If, if that's like you, you don't need to do that. Like, you're perfect how you are. And if, and if, like, dealing with your food stuff is too hard for you to do right now, don't beat yourself up about it. Like, you're just trying to deal with life. And it's really hard right now. Like, the world is really scary right now, even if you've never had any sort of trauma beforehand. And we're just trying to make it and like putting off dealing with like because honestly like dealing with how you feel about yourself and having a healthier like outlook and opinion about you and your body and not hating your body is like more important than the size of your body I think that's the point that I'm trying to make (laughs) I finally got around to it a half hour in. But that's really, like, that's what I've learned anyway. Like, when I was skinnier, technically, those times that I lost weight, I had, I still hated my body. Like, it's a complex situation when you've been raped, especially as a kid for a long, especially when it's, like, for a long time, like I have. But, um... I've always kind of hated my body. I just don't pay attention to it. I, uh, that's part of like the disassociation thing where I, our dissociation where I am like out of my body, but like, I don't really, that's why like, I didn't realize that I had a high pain tolerance because I like try not to pay attention to what's happening with my body. And doctors and stuff must get so annoyed with me like (laughs) the doctors the surgeon that I saw for my skin thing that was on my back I could tell she was they were annoyed with me because they were asking these questions about like when did this thing show up and blah blah blah, and I had no idea because I just don't pay that close attention to my body I try not to I don't like I don't want to (laughs) so like I know that's not uh, the best to to try to ignore my body or like unless like it's suddenly so painful that I can't handle it and so I have to do something about it or it won't go away or something like that like the thing on my back like but that's how it's been forever and that's just how like how I'm used to feeling um so like, I'm used to there being, like, some pains and stuff that I just ignore. And I and I just kind of work around them and just keep going. Um, so, I'm not used to, like, taking care of my body. Like, self-care kind of stuff. Like, doing face masks for my skin. Or, like, getting, like, lotion that's meant for people with, like, you know, eczema and psoriasis and stuff because I have like the little red dots from psoriasis on my arms I've had them since I was a kid and it's like I've never thought to get lotion that makes my skin even feel better much less treat like a possible skin condition that I have like I just 
Like, I just don't think about that stuff. Um, and so I feel like figuring out how to heal that part, which for me is what I'm doing right now with trying to, um, take in less caffeine because I've realized over the last couple weeks that the times when I didn't have as much caffeine, my body seemed to feel better, um, would, that's to try to help, like, my relationship with my body to make it feel nicer and for me to be, like, comfortable with my body feeling better. And I feel like figuring out that relationship and making it more positive is the more important thing, not, like, losing weight. Like, when I was in the hospital and I saw that I weighed, you know, 300 pounds, so I had lost, like, 30, 40 pounds in the last, like, year, I was like, oh, that was cool. Like, that's, that's cool. That was, a like, a nice surprise. But it was a surprise. That's, like, not the focus of why I'm trying to do it. I'm just trying to, I'm trying to focus on being more comfortable in my skin and in my body and having it not, like, having me and my body not be separate. Like, for, like, most of my life, it's been, like, me, my brain, and my body are two separate things. And they don't get along and I hate my body, and I try not to look at it until it's screaming at me, basically. So it's like, I'm trying to bring those two things together, which is really scary, Um, and it's definitely going to be like a slow-going process, but I feel like that is the more important issue of healing the relationship I have with how I feel about my body, as opposed to fixing what it looks like (sighs) that is my rant for the day